probably doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Doing good. Doing good, man. Happy to be here. We have a new voice on this week. And so we have uh, Momar Lee, team of the most high. Appreciate it. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I, I was looking forward to getting on, man. Thank you for having me, fellas. Happy to have you. Happy to have you. For sure, sure man. Welcome in. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Um, we're all sitting with one and one records, except for you, Mo. <laughs> just, you know, just pointing out the obvious here. Just, just digging in early. Uh, already? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how you yeah. feeling about that that record right now, Mo? Ah, uh, man. You know, it's a, man, man, it's a tough pill to swallow, man. You know, 0-2. You know, I felt like I, I felt pretty good. You know, I had to draft for my team, man. You know, and, you know, but, uh, I, 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 I Man, I'm at a loss for words right now, man. After that week once, especially when that military had had uh, at Jackson, I was like, oh man, that could be a bad sign for me, man. But um, mm-hmm. but that's all right, man. You know, I'm I'm still fairly confident, man. I I get it, you know, I get it together, man. So, for sure, right. man. Plenty of time to get the ship right back on the yeah, right track. Sure. Yep. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. I've got I've got to keep uh, a few things to uh, get into. Okay. So, uh, David, you want to uh, do a little interview session with our guest today? Yeah, man. Uh, so, Mo, before we get into everything, I kind of just wanted to want you to break down for me. How do you and Donald know, know each other? Man, I know Ricardo, man, for man, for a number of years, man. Um, his older brother, E38, Eric Warren, man, um, best friends, man. Him and I have been best friends, you know, since we are 14 years old, man, so... Uh, so, you know, so I met him through his, his older brother. Yes, sir. That's cool, man. That's cool. So uh, how many years do you think you guys have been uh, knowing each other? Don, how many years have I known you, Donald, man? What? Man, uh, 15? I'd probably say, let's see, since I was like 15, yeah. maybe? Uh-huh. About 15 so you would have been about 18, 19? Uh-huh. You, were like tw- I, you were probably 20, and I was like 17, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, so about 15 so years, I'd say man. a good, good 15 wow. years. Years? Okay. Yeah. So you guys go way back. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool, cool. So uh this is your first dynasty league, right, Mo? It's my first dynasty league, man. I was excited, man, when I got the invite from Donald, man. It's man, I and I'm juiced about it, man. It's awesome. That's good to hear. That's good to yeah. hear. What what were you most excited about? Man, it's just um something different, man. You know, like you have to um, definitely that takes more work into it. I gotta take a lot more pride into drafting a team and you know, uh, have to be certain about what you want to do, what angles you want to take, and all that. But it just, uh, you know, just a whole world. Just like, you know what? I'm the owner of this team, you know. So every move I dictate, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it's it's solely on me, man. So yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I feel the same way. You know, like we're we're locked in with this team for years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's a, it's a whole new challenge. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is for sure. For sure. So uh, before uh, we get into everything, um, did you want to go into a little bit of like your draft strategy um, coming in? Like what what were you planning um, being as this is your first dynasty draft? Were you were you looking at it differently than you would approach a normal draft or what kind of things did you have in mind? Yeah, man, um, this dynasty draft, man, I, I, I did take a different approach um, and that was to uh, I knew in the first round. I, I, uh, you know, at least we wanted to get it to one of those top tier running backs. You know, you know those as the Cooks, um, the Kamara's, Henrys, and all. Um, and luckily, you know, Henry dropped to me mid round. So, so, 
So what, what I want to do is I want to get a top tier running back because having because having one of those top tier running backs, you know, is really sufficient to win the championship. And then what I want to do was to then snag a lot of those uh, receivers, a lot of those top tier receivers, you know, which I, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and I, you know, and I felt that was, that was a, a real good strategy there. So, I, uh, so, so my primary focus was to dominate those uh, those WR ones, man. Yeah, you know, and then and, and, and just pray for a, a good um, QB to fall to me, and then and, I, and then getting luck with Aaron Rodgers, man. People sleep on Rodgers. People be sleeping on. You know what, Mo? What's up, man? You know what, Mo? We followed the same pattern for about five rounds. Uh-huh. And I remember sending you a text message saying, "Hey, we're doing the same exact thing." Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. And and I. I I know you probably heard week one on our on our episode, mm-hmm. and I remember telling David that we did the same things for about four or five yeah. rounds. Just you took different players, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that is the truth right there. You just took better players yeah. now, uh, and you know you end up with a better team, yeah. uh, regardless of record. You have a better team right now, and I think that hinges a lot on our history of playing together. We oh, talked yeah. a lot about fantasy strategies and wide receivers oh, yeah. and, and how high we regard them. Absolutely. And I just I just wanted to bring up that point that we, we had a very similar draft draft. Yeah, we did, man. We, we, we did. And um, again, um, you know, it's a passing league, man. It's a passing league, you know. So I felt like, man, like if you can, I mean, especially, where I, especially where I was drafting front, you know, which, which was um, – Mid round of every round, so that's a good spot to be in. You don't, you know, in, in order to grab all those receivers. So that was, man. So that was my, that was my strategy, man. I want, I want to get those big time receivers. Now that's in, that's yeah. very interesting for me to hear uh, because when I when I started the draft, you know, I had a little bit of thoughts about how I thought I wanted it to go, uh-huh. and I feel like after every single pick, man, I was just like changing my mind on what I wanted to do. Like I didn't yeah. stick, I didn't stick to anything that I had planned, I and so like it sounds like from from what you're saying is, is you had a plan and you executed, and I I really think that you ended up with with definitely one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, on paper, man. You know, definitely on paper. I wouldn't yeah. say that right now. <laughs> on paper. But um but 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 the thing about fantasy, man, it's man, it's all about timing. Yeah. It's all about timing, man. You know, it, it again it, it is called fantasy for uh, you know, for a reason. Um I guess what made it more challenging for this draft, you know, with drafting, you know, mid season is that a lot of players are out. You know, so a lot of players are influx, you know, we're uh, you know, we're drafting players are in the middle of buys. I'm driving players in the middle of uh, injuries. Right. That poses a bit of a challenge. That poses a bit of a challenge. Now, if, if now if we're drafting, let's say, you know, uh, beginning of the season, uh, perhaps you know my dra- perhaps my strategy would have been uh, a little bit different. But uh, uh, sorry, man. Sorry, I'm For sticking sure. to it. For sure. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so, so before we go on to the next topic, I want to. Uh, you know, apologize to our listeners because I did not introduce Momar correctly. Uh, I was having a bit, a little bit of a uh, technical difficulties at the beginning here, and let me just let the rest of the listeners who are in our league know a little bit who Momar is. Momar is a veteran. Uh, Momar has always had a good team. Momar has always lurked around the playoffs in leagues that we've played before, in some of the most prestigious leagues we've played together in. Momar uh, is the only fantasy football player I know 
to play as hard as he does and as skillfully as he uh, does and to never win a ring. Uh, I don't know how that man does not have a championship ring. And it's a little bit embarrassing oh, for me being a fantasy football player <laughs> to know that he doesn't have a ring. Uh, we're talking about uh, we're talking about like the Charles Barkley uh, yeah. of of fantasy football. He's just always good, but he doesn't oh, win. Man. Come on, man. Why you have to do that to me, man? Why why you gotta uh, do him like that, man? But, but, I mean it's, no, it's the truth though, man. That is a total compliment. It's, I mean, even though he doesn't have a ring yet, that is a total compliment because <laughs> he is always doesn't sound right like there. It, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, man. He is he is Kevin Garnett before the big three. <laughs> you ain't lying, man. That's the truth, man. It's as as bad as that hurt, man. It's it's the truth, man. I I I, I swear, man, I'm trying to I don't know what it is, man. I'm trying to change up my draft <laughs> strategies, man. I'll be staying late at night, man. I'll be, put, I'll be I'm starting to put my kids in bed early. That stuff I can study more, man. Just, I hear you. I hear you. I don't know, man. I'm, hey, well, that, that's just going to mean when you get your first championship, you know, it's going to be that much more sweeter. Oh, man, I'm going to cry, man. <laughs> man for I'm sure, gonna, for sure. Man, I'm going to cry. I'm going to take, take off a, a work day. I'm going to celebrate the entire day, man. It's going to be a national holiday like, at that point. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like there has to be a dinner of some sort or like a party oh, <laughs> where Mo oh, finally man. joins the, the championship. For sure. For so sure. Calm, well, I, w- I will say that once uh, me and Donald st- first started talking about putting the Dynasty League together, um, your name was the first name out of his mouth. Like, we have to have this guy in the league, you know, yeah. and it, nothing but good things. So uh, I'm really glad I, to have you in the league. I man. appreciate it. I appreciate it, fellas. Yes, sir. All right, so I think next we have up after uh, I'd let everyone know uh, who we're dealing with here. Uh, next, so last week I'm I'm not sure if you heard, but we were talking about best fantasy football memories. Yeah. Uh, and sorry if I'm stealing your thunder here a little bit. No, David, go for it. But last week we were talking about best fantasy football memories, and I gave everyone a little preview uh-huh. of this moment that we were talking about. But I didn't want to, you know, I knew you were coming on this week. And I didn't want to steal your thunder. And I want to let you tell the story. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's one of your best memories, but I remember this is definitely a memory that sticks with me linking to you with fantasy football. David last week was discussing Doug Martin and that week that he blew up for, I believe, 53 yep, points. Yep. And David was discussing his experience with that moment. And I said, oh. you know, elsewhere in the world, while you were experiencing all those moments of oh, joy, my. elsewhere in the world, somewhere on the oh, world, oh. you were experiencing a different Do you remember that? Would you like to take Oh, my <laughs> God. Tell us um, about it. <laughs> so, it was me, Rick, Donna Ricardo, his brother, man, his sister, man, you know, and a couple family friends, man. You know, we all went out in the boat in the middle of nowhere, in the water. On our way to Mexico, you know, to relax, having a great time. I'm wearing my, uh, my little button-up Hawaiian shirt, although, although you know, we went not headed to Hawaii. Well, uh, of course, you know, of course, you know, we had to keep up with our, you know, you know with our fantasy. Our fantasy team's doing well, playing well, feeling good. Yeah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Doug Martin had the career, uh, the game of the century, I kid you not. This dude had like 50 plus points and like three runs of like 60 plus, 60 plus TDs. It, it, it was, that ruined my whole day. 
it, it didn't <laughs> it didn't ruin my entire trip. Wait, so what did you have him or were you playing against him? I was playing against him. No. I was playing against him. No. That was misery, man. That was man. oh my god. I see I was on the other side but of that. Was it? I was oh. uh, I actually had had him on my team. Oh. And I just remember um, the the first half he only had like six carries, like fourteen yeah. yards or something. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. And yeah. then he comes out at halftime, two hundred fifty yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> it's I couldn't believe it, man. I could like I said, my team is doing well. I'm doing good. And Doug Martin just went freaking bonkers, man. I I just almost lost that, that entire day. Like like that, that entire day was just a just one big blur. Oh, man. I remember the angst on your face. <laughs> I remember everyone corralling around you to like comfort you. And wasn't one, wasn't one of the the best things about that that you had dropped Doug Martin? Oh, no, no, you didn't. Well, am I right? Yeah, that's right, man. It was no. true. <laughs> that that was the biggest part of the torn world because you were like, oh, you're like, oh man, I just dropped uh, this guy. He, he... Yeah, man. It, it, it's, you know, I have a history with Doug Martin, man. It, it's whenever, <laughs> I guess. Whenever I, whenever I have him, you know, he don't do well. You know, it's it just like when I don't have him, he just goes bonkers, man. And just like, I was just so fed up with him. So I was like, I'm cutting you loose, man. I don't care. I don't, I don't care what you do. <laughs> Just so happened, um, he was picked up and he would put up 50 plus points on me, man. Man, that is rough. That is it so was crazy. rough. It's crazy, man. You better be careful uh, who you drop in this league. So, like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways. So that probably that probably goes down as one of the oh, worst yeah. memories. Do you have a, a best memory to come back? No, man. I was so bad, man. It, it, it's not so bad. I, man. See now I'm a firm believer, man. It's again like I have no championships to show for it, man. I really don't, man. So I I, I really don't have no firm great memories, man. I I, I really don't. So um, let me ask you this then: uh, What is it that keeps you coming back? Is it just like the the taste for a championship that you just you want to satisfy that, or you just have so much fun during the season, or what is it? Man, I got it, it's it's all of it. It's all of it. But the but the main reason, man, I gotta give me a shit, man. Yes, sir. I gotta give me a shit, man. It, it's man, Donna would tell you, man. I can't tell you how many times I told Donna, like, I'm not playing again. I quit. I quit, and then he'll yeah. call me. He'll yeah. call me two minutes before before draft. Like, hey, you win. I'm like, you damn right, I'm in, man. <laughs> yes, right. sir. Uh, so, <laughs> so I've retired like the, like the last five seasons. Came right back, man. So I, I no, I gotta give me a shit, man. You know, it just also in the camaraderie, you know, just of everyone, man, just playing a competition, you know. It just give me something to do, man. I enjoy it. I, that I do. Yeah. I think I think every season for the last five to seven seasons we've told each other some something similar to the same thing of hey, I'll see you yep. on the ship before yep. every season. It's yep. kinda like a tradition. Yeah. Well, you might want to cut that out because it ain't working for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm just I, playing. I guess I see. I guess I see week three. I guess. I, I guess we got to start. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure. For sure. So, Donald, did you want to get into some uh, review of some matchups or what? What's up, man? Yeah, let, let's let's look at some uh, some of the reviews. Um, let's start. Well. Uh, Momo, I'm not sure if you know this, but we have uh, a bet going between me and David where we pick matchups every week. 
and we look at the differences of the teams we picked. And last week, there were only two matchups that we differed on. So uh, if you pick an underdog and that underdog wins, you get two, you get two points. And if you pick a favorite and that favorite wins, yeah. you get one point. But we're only counting the points yeah. that are different. And uh, David, what my ass? Hold on, you <laughs> said what? You broke up a little bit. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. Anymore. I'm up 3 0. Uh, <laughs> I picked uh, the underdog to win. I got two points when yeah. Donald lost to, to Miller Time. And then OG oh, Matt came through for me and got the win there. I so uh, yeah. that's Donald's fault for picking against his I, dad. Yeah. yeah, that is. You're exactly right. Yeah, so uh, just to start off on the matchups, um, the matchup that I, I know about the most was mine's, obviously. To have a running back. We have both of your yeah. starting running backs put up 34 yeah. and 22. And to have your your leading wide receiver put up 21 and then lose and only score 119 points uh, reinforce the fact that you need a quarterback oh, yeah. in this league. And it's, oh, yeah. it's undebatable. You oh, need yeah. a good quarterback in this Absolutely, league. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It, it, it's, yeah, that's heartbreaking, man. Just like it. Because like usually you know, when you see running backs get off, you know like you know like this will be a good day. Because when you got because usually yeah. when we got your two your two runners hitting, things are going well for you. You know, and that should be enough. Because it's rare that they have the other team that have two running backs and and somebody else to be hitting as well. But but you gotta have a QB, man. Gotta have a QB. Absolutely. Yeah, and if if you don't and the thing I've learned about this league is if you don't have anyone, I told you this more more earlier that that waiver wire oh is full God. of tumbleweeds, oh cobwebs, everything. <laughs> all all the it's it's nothing. If you if you need a position of any relevance, you're, you're just you're out of luck. You you I don't know what to tell you. Like you might want to go practice football. You might have a better chance <laughs> right? yourself. You know, I mean <laughs> if you got a warm body and a pulse you might get some more oh, fantasy man. points. And that waiver wire is dry, man. Like I, you know, I'm actually in that position now. You know, I've been starting with Kelly from the Chargers like the last two weeks because I'm waiting on Joe Mixon, and, you know, and Mostert, you know, to uh, you know get off that IR. And uh, he is not doing nothing for me, man. Nothing. And I, and I tend to go back to that waiver, uh, uh, to that to that waiver wire as though like I'm gonna find somebody else, like, like a sleeper. Same, and and, <laughs> and and I find myself the more I go to it, like the more like I'm like getting ready to take a chance on someone. It's it's bad, man. Like, Same. Like, I don't know how many decisions. times, I don't know how many times late at night where I pop over to the sleeper app yeah. and I'm scrolling through yeah. the waiver wires and my thumb just keeps scrolling <laughs> and scrolling. I'm like, what am I even doing right now? <laughs> yep. Every time I expect to see someone that I didn't see before. Right. Every time it's the it's the same lot of right. bad decisions, bad decisions that I man, make. We just just fold we just fold your entire team, man. I, I do the same. I do the same thing, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, I noticed this about the waiver wire, and and we'll get back to the matchups in a little bit. But I noticed I noticed this about the waiver wire, and so I said, okay. I, I want to start in tight end. I've got a young tight end, but I want a tight end that's going to produce more now. So I said, there's no one on the waiver wire that's going to produce now. Um, so I said, all right, I'm going to go trade for someone's backup tight end. The market for a backup tight end is way too high right now compared to that waiver wire. 
I tried to trade someone for yeah. a backup tight end, and the asking price was so unbelievably high that I just said, "Forget it. I'll, ju- yeah. I'll just be bad." Can we get some I details, guess. or you're not going to share? I can't. I can't share manager details. Okay. You know, okay. I can't do that. Just checking. You know, I can't share. I. I mean, because if I were to reveal who I, you know, went to trade for, that's revealing my team information, <laughs> their team information. <laughs> I tried to trade for Eric Ebron from Denver. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, but the asking price is too high, huh? Way too high. Way too high. And, and, you know, I said, it's week 11. It's your backup tight end. And I tried to, you know, put this this bit of knowledge out there. Hey, I'm I'm trading for your backup tight end. No go. So, yeah, trading in this league. And, you know, I've kind of limited my options because – I won't trade with Team L Weaver because of past differences. I won't trade with Daddy D20 because he's my worst enemy in fantasy. Uh, I won't won't trade. I can't trade with my dad because he has unrealistic expectations from me as his son. Uh, And so right there, that's half the league. I I mean, in your dad's defense, you do owe him a solid after he didn't get his kicker because you you picked against him last (laughs) week. Yeah, I heard about that, man. You still got to make it up, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm making enemies with half the league, so my batch of people to trade with is, is already dwindling, you know? And I, I can't trade with you, David, because I know that you're very similar to me, and you're going to try to win every single trade. Yeah, no I already what. know that I'm really bad at making deals, man. If if it doesn't benefit me way more than it benefits you, I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I know that. That's why sometimes I'll, I'll think about trading with you. I look at your roster. I'm like, it's not even yep. worth my time. I'm going to just figure something else <laughs> that's out. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, on that same note, you know, you put out Calvin Ridley on the trading block. Uh, I think it was about last week. And uh, your asking price was RB1, man. Like, I don't think you got any activity on it. Like, how's, how's that going for you? I have no activity on that. So the thought behind putting Calvin Ridley out on the trade block for and by the way i love the fact you can do that in this app uh the thought pattern behind putting him out uh asking for a running back one was that i've just got a lot of wide receivers and he's the guy on my team that's probably gonna get the biggest haul back um he's one of the older wide receivers on my team at 25 and i'm just kind of trying to line up some of my age age ranges so i can peak at the right time yeah i feel you yeah, I think you're going to have to shoot a little lower, though. You're going to have to aim for some rookies or something. Yeah, because it's a Calvin. Now, Calvin's hurt, yeah. right? I kind of really still hurt. Uh, well, he, okay. he's about nice. to come back. Yeah, so like, so, 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 no one's seen him play in a few weeks. So that's 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 probably one of the reasons why, you know, uh haven't been much bait on that. That's a good point. You know, you're, you're trying to sell him at a low right. point right now. Right. That's a very good point. Very good point. All right, so on to the next matchup. Next, we got Team Daddy D20, uh, a.k.a. my worst enemy in fantasy football, uh, versus Team The Most High. Um, And we're talking to the general manager of that team, uh, who only put up 101 points, which actually this week was the league low. Um, So this matchup, my thoughts about this matchup. Uh... So, before I go into this matchup, I have to say that with Momar, your team being one of the, the disappointments on the season so far, with us, you know, putting you at the second best team yeah. at the beginning of the season, um, 
the question has to loom of is your team just underperforming or did we rate your team too high? And I think the answer to that is that your team is just underperforming. I'm looking at uh, your last week's performance and, you know, you don't have many guys that scored over 15. Right. Actually, just two. And you look at guys like Michael Thomas, uh, he's not going to put up four every week. Uh, Derek Henry's not going to put under 12 every week. Uh, Keenan Allen's definitely not going to put under 15 a lot of weeks. So I think this this loss will, I mean, everything goes down either a win or a loss. This will go down as an L, but only losing by 12 with the roster that Momar has, I think, it's, 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 it's a tough beat. Yeah, it, it, it's a it, um... Yeah, it sucked, man. It sucked, and especially though when I had uh, Matthew Stafford on the bench, you know, he did what he did. But I had him on the bench because of uh, because the previous week, you know, only put up gaming like eight points. So I was like, man, I'm not playing him again, you know. But um, I think my ro- with my roster, you know, it and bring me back to what I said previously, and that's and that's timing, 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 timing. Now, um, like with Thomas right now, you know, he he, you know, he, at the moment he probably won't. I'm thinking that he might not be putting up as many points because he doesn't have that continuity with the with the now QB one um, with the, uh, with Jameis Winston. So um, timing, Breeze is hurt. Timing there, Godwin. Uh, I drafted Godwin right in the right in the midst of uh, Antonio Brown just joining the team. Okay, less targets again. Timing, timing there. Uh, Keenan Allen, you know he'll be fine. Um, Derrick Henry, you know, he's just going through a, um, a rough patch of, you know, seeing some, um, seeing, seeing some stout defenses, you know, and, and you know, um, you know, Hunter Henry, uh, you know, got me some good points. Uh, Cooper Cup, you know, I, I, I still expect him to keep some, um, a good run here, uh, towards the end of the season. And uh, so it, it's, again, man, you know, it's, it's all about timing right now. It's all about timing, you know, it, it's, Again, I'm, I'm I'm fairly confident in my team. I, I think I think that we'll get it together here. We'll get it together. Okay. Okay. All right. So next we got a uh, poetry in motion versus that dude's crew. Poetry in motion. Uh, who we're also talking to? Uh, DP. Yes, sir. David. Uh, poet. And I know you're just sitting back with a big old smile on your face right now. You already know. This. But. <laughs> David put down a beatdown this week. Um, the league average, I, I see you having our notes, David, was 125. Well, your team put up 151 points. Um, quite impressive. So if you look at his matchup, uh, and, okay, so starting with this matchup, I have to say that, yes, I did laugh at you starting Daniel Jones you last did. week. <laughs> and I was a little perturbed by his projections because he's never put up over 19 points on the season and they put over over uh, 19.75 whatever they projected him for he hadn't put that up all season so i'm thinking why are you projecting him to put up 19.75 at this point in his career he's been a scrub let's just say it how it is he's been a scrub i don't know if i go that far uh fantasy football wise he's been a scrub that one he, he proceeds to put up 22 points, uh, making my laughter bite me in the butt because I didn't pick you to win, so I didn't get those points and you did. 
you started Naheem Hines. Give me a little bit of insight on why you started Hines. Because he got you 28 yeah. points. Seemingly yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I've been monitoring closely the situation with the Colts' backfield um, the last few weeks and Taylor. Um, I've made a few comments already on the last couple episodes of the pod where I do expect Jonathan Taylor to come in and you know secure the role, but that just hasn't been happening the last few weeks. Um, and then I saw the matchup with the Colts and the Titans last week, and you know I was leaning towards starting Jonathan or Jordan Wilkins in that spot. He had been getting you know the majority of the workload the week the couple weeks that game, uh, but I went ahead and added Naheem Hines from the waivers as well because. You know, he did have a big game earlier in the season, and I know that he's primarily their pass catching back. And so I was looking at the, the matchup details with the Titans, and I figured that it was going to be a close game, that they're going to need to put up some points maybe maybe towards the end. And I figured that maybe, you know, Naheem Hines will get some run in the last quarter, and he'll put up, you know, a few catches. I, I, I Ultimately, I thought that since it's in PPR and he's the pass catching back, you know, he has the higher floor. He'll get maybe 10 points for me, whereas Wilkins is kind of like a boomer bust. Um, that's what I was thinking. And so I had Wilkins in my lineup up until maybe like 20 or 25 minutes before the game started. And I was just like debating it. And I was like, you know what, pull the trigger, go for the, you know, the bigger play. And then I just threw Hines in there and he exploded for me. And, and ultimately, that was the difference in the matchup. If you take away... Uh, Heinz is 28 points. The matchup looks a lot closer. Um, so, I'm. I mean, I'm really happy that I led the league in points this week, and and I made Donald eat his words. But that doesn't really change my outlook uh, for my own team. Um, you know, I think I got lucky with that play. You know, it was a smart decision. Uh, but we'll have to see. I'm going to have to continue to make clutch decisions like that for the rest of the year in order to keep winning. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but it felt good. It definitely felt good. Wow. that That's some good decision-making. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. And I, I know what kind of general manager you are, and general manager that you are in fantasy football, but I got to say I'm impressed with that decision-making and the scouting involved in that decision to start Naeem Hines. I appreciate that. Um, and then um, I, did, I did get oh. – a goose egg from my kicker but obviously obviously that doesn't matter because no kicker points ever matter so still got the dub no you're incorrect your kicker <laughs> points don't matter because you picked the wrong kicker and uh one other thing uh trade me jerry g all right and going on to the next matchup we have uh another underperforming team is team clutch and versus america's team team clutch put up 115 points uh, I put Team Clutch uh, along with uh, right along there with your team, Omar, and two of the better teams in the league, roster-wise, on paper. Um, just straight underperforming. I mean, what else can I say about it? Just, I don't know. Maybe we were wrong. Maybe we were wrong. Uh, we had America's team have a big day from DeAndre Swift. Finally, they, I guess, started giving him the ball a little bit. Mike Evans caught a great touchdown in the end zone. That was nice. But yeah, I mean, I'm a performing team with Team Clutch. Um, do better, RB. <laughs> so, Momar, <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I don't know if you're able to see all the teams right now, um, but as someone with one of the better teams in the league, have you been looking at you know other people's teams and and how do you feel about Team Clutch? Are you with us, Momar? Uh, 
Um, sounds like you might have lost him. Um, but anyways, are you guys hear me? I think that hear me, guys. Are you there? Yeah, you guys hear me? Okay, we can hear you now. That's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah but yeah, I heard what you said. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely don't follow all the teams. You know, look at all the teams and and all that. And uh, team clutch. I, I mean, like I, I do see that he has a pretty solid team. You know, Russell Wilson. I mean, like he's not gonna be put up numbers like that. You know, he has been struggling the past couple of weeks. Um, Jeremy Kidding you know, has been disappointing the last uh, couple of weeks as far as, um, um, you know, far as you know, being uh, uh, as far as you know, being the lead back. You know, Chris Carson, he, he's he's hurt right now. You know, just wait until he gets going. You know, in which in which he'll be extremely beneficial for for Russ Wilson. So uh, it's again, uh, it's I tend to, you know, it's only for a couple weeks. It's only the couple weeks. You know, like you know, I I think things might pan out for Team Clutch. Absolutely, for sure, I agree. Yeah. But brushing off that, Mo, okay. uh, let's get juicy a little bit here. Uh, you're a GM of a team that's uh-huh. set up to win right now. Are you looking at options to trade away draft picks to secure more of a team to win right yeah. now? Because as you know, uh, the winner of the tournament at the end of the year right. gets the number one draft pick next year. Have you been weighing that possibility as far as using your You know, draft I picks thought about leverage? that. You know, I have, you know, you know, I have thought about that. You know, I, I have not in, indulged it fairly too much as of yet because again it's still fairly early i want to see you know what teams are going to do um you know where ball players tend to go you know um, following the season so once you know so once we start getting towards the end of the season with things you know when we start getting a a, 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 a more complete outcome uh, about ball players you know where they plan on playing next year, then I'll start indulging a little bit more into as far as what I plan on doing with the my draft picks, but I'm looking at uh, trying to uh, trade players and not draft picks and not, so a little too early. Yeah, and one thing, I will, one thing I will say, sorry for interrupting, but one thing I would say is it's, you're right, it is too early to think about trading draft picks this season because that's what we're playing for right, right. now is is a draft position next year. So I don't think anybody's really interested in trading next year's draft right. picks. Um, but I think um, maybe towards the end of next season, I think we'll start seeing that a little bit more um, when people come to grips with whether or not they can actually compete, right. you know, after, after there's been like a full season and we, we can see the cream rise to the top, I guess, so to speak. I agree. Um, and I can see that thinking. I can definitely see that thinking, but if you think about it, let's say that you have a top three team uh, and you think that your chances are really good to win the tourney at the end of this year uh, where you would get the first pick next year. If you're confident that you can win the tournament or make a trade for a guy that would put you in the best position to win the tournament uh, this year, I think it might make sense to trade the number one or the first round or second round pick uh, to get a guy that's going to be on your team, you know, for years to come that can help you get next year's first round pick anyways. So then you'd have that first pick and you'd have that guy that you trade. Yeah, that pick I guess that makes pick. sense. You know, um, if, if they're thinking future, but it's hard right now because the reason why they would want to trade is for right now, right. you know, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just let's round off uh, the rest of the matchups. We had Team Kevin Kev, 
drop 143 against Team Weaver. Uh, Kevin Kev has been a big surprise this season. Uh, yeah, I think he's put up really, really solid numbers. Both, yeah, he's leading uh, the league. One in week two. Uh, really surprised. Yeah. Leading the league in points, huh? I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, looking at his team, maybe I shouldn't be, but I am. Uh, D.D. Smith-Schuster leading the way for him uh, this week. Antonio Brown, uh, good for him. Um, we've got Josh Allen, man. Josh Allen killing it. Uh, on the other side, uh, for Team Weaver, we had Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins leading the way. And that was just about it. Justin Jefferson put up some good points. Uh, getting on to the matchup, OG MACD, the other 2-0 team in the league. 2-0. Um, I disrespected my dad's team in saying that he was near the bottom third of the league in in team talent. He's 2-0. He put up a respectable number of 141. I'm surprised. Uh, what, what do you have to say about OG? Um, I would say that his team is better than I expected it to be. I mean, seeing him get the win last week with DK Metcalf putting up less than five points, um, it kind of shows that he has other guys that can step up and carry the mantle a little bit. I don't know. Um, like, I don't know. Like, I don't love his roster, but I'm, I've been pretty much impressed um, with his performances the last couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, putting up 140, uh, 141. What is that? Like third yeah. most points in the week? Yeah. Uh, man, I'm 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 shocked. I can't say nothing to him. Yeah, that I mean, he's got more nice, wins man. than me. He's he's something nice, man. He's, he's, yep. Are you? Ayuk. Okay? Yeah, Ayuk. Yeah. <laughs> I said the same thing when I first heard his name. But uh, yep. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, United definitely found someone. You know, I, you know, he's definitely nice. Ayuk is real nice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. As a Niners fan, like, it's been great to watch him. The only yeah. thing I would say really quickly is that it seems like him and Debo Samuel, Samuel are close to the same player. Mm-hmm. So when, when they're both healthy playing, oh, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they coexist. Yeah. That's going to be nice. You know, Shanahan's a great coordinator, man. So it, it's, it's, I think that he's going to have some, uh, a lot of fun with those two. Yeah, good problem to have for sure. Probably not a chance to court QB, but uh, that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, Garoppolo cut him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so before we get on to previews for next week, I just want to go over the uh, the act that to yes. on the waiver wire. Uh, as, you, as you know, at twelve oh five this morning was the waiver wire pro- uh, bidding. Uh, what would you call that? The yeah, waiver sure. wire processing time. All, all yeah. the waiver wire acquisitions went through, and it was the most active that it's been in our in our two two week venture yeah. in our in our so far. We have <laughs> David Patrick acquiring the services of Andy <laughs> Dalton for a whopping. Yeah, I broke the bank. I broke the bank. <laughs> Broke the bait for the, for the, for the red, <laughs> the red rifle. The red rifle. went all in. He's like, I got to give me him. Oh, oh, man. That's funny. I, I, have, I have some analysis on that if you want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to hear that because when I look at the bids, you know, you, you won for 42 bucks. When I look at the bids, I was expecting yeah. to see five, six. But when I looked at it, someone else yeah. bid $30. What am I missing on Andy Yeah, Dalton? so, I mean, first I, of all, I, I want to say that I'm so happy we can see everyone's bids because it just makes everything so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it does. Um, so it does, yeah. <laughs> when I when I saw that um, America's Team 2.0 bid thirty dollars. I felt vindicated and justified for spending $42 because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really sure like because Andy Dalton's trash. So it felt kind of bad. Immediately, I had buyer's remorse when I knew that it went through and I spent $42 on him. <laughs> um, but my... Did you no, think I someone was going to outbid you? 100%. I knew I was going to get him for 42. Um, I was thinking the same lines as you that like people were going to bid like five or six dollars. But I did also know that there's two Cowboys fans, which are the other two people who bid on Andy Dalton, uh, Miller Time and America's Team. Smart. I knew that they, they had him on, a, yeah. on their radar most likely. Um, and then it goes back to what we were saying earlier with the cobwebs and tumbleweeds on the waiver wire. You know, like... The way I see it is there's nobody really on the waiver wire over the next five weeks of the season that's going to make a drastic impact on my team. And so for that reason, I don't know why I'm, I would be saving my fab dollars. Like, what am I saving it for? It's not going to carry over into next season. Right. I, I generally think that Andy Dalton is going to have a better game than my other quarterback, Drew Locke, who's injured. So I think that the, what, 10 extra points I'm going to get for Andy Dalton is worth the money that I spent um, knowing that I don't really see anyone else on the waiver wire anyways that's going to help. So might as well just spend what I got, you know? I mean, yeah, but you, you never know when a rookie running back has a great game off the waiver wire. I know it's barren and it's, it's just not there right now with the waiver wire, but We'll see. We'll see if it comes back to bite you. I mean, there's a good chance that it won't um, come back to bite you. But hey, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't have made yeah, that bid if you got at it. the beginning of the season. But since we're almost done, like I think it's fine. I like your logic. I, you know, I like your logic. You know, um, one thing that I'm definitely learning right now is if you have a, you know, um, if your QB two can get you about 18 points, you know, someone that can get you about 18 points, definitely play him. You know, and and. That's going to be playing from uh, it's, it's going to be playing from behind a lot. You know, they got a couple of division games coming up. I was going to be throwing the ball a lot, and, and you know, so I understand. I, I do, I do, uh, I do yeah. understand your logic on that. I do. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. He, he will be throwing yeah. the ball a lot. Yeah, he, and I don't expect him to be you point. know go off and go crazy. But if he can give me sixteen a game, yeah. that's going to be better yeah. than anyone else yeah, could exactly. get from waivers. Exactly. So. True. Good point. Let's go on to the second highest uh, bid player, which was uh, Josh Josh Reynolds. And there were two bids, so two people competing on this. And (laughs) it was me and David competing on this. And the funny thing is that I won uh, the services of Josh Reynolds for $13. I beat out David, who bid $12. That's annoying. But... So here's the funny thing that you don't know is that I went to add Josh Reynolds and I knew that other people were going to, you know, target him because of how, you know, how trash the waiver wire is right now. And he's like, you know, he's been doing a little something. So I knew people would grab him and I figured, okay, he's better than one of my lowest receivers. So I was like, it makes sense that I can add him, you know, might as well. Yeah. And he's, and he's fairly young. And I need to get out of that mentality of only right. having three right. moves per week, which is in my other right. league. I can make unlimited moves here. 
So I was like, well, if I can, you know, increase the talent of my of the bottom end of my roster, why not do it? So I initially bid eleven dollars for Josh Reynolds, and when I <laughs> when I went in uh, to drop a player, I needed to go back to my roster to look up some more details on a player I was going to drop. And so when I did that, I had to go all the way out, go to my team, look at the details of that player, and then go back and bid. And so when I went back to bid, I said, man, let me bump wow. this up to 13 just in case. And wow. that was what got me the, the player. Because if I would have been a Yeah, that's, that, that's so funny to hear that because we were pretty much on exactly the same page. Like Your whole line of thinking was was what I was thinking too. And I was like, okay, someone someone's going to bid you know, $5, someone's going to bid $10. So I'm just going to go ahead and bid 12 and I'm going to beat somebody out like just by a little bit, but (laughs) didn't really work out. And like, (laughs) I'm not like super upset about it. I actually kind of like laughed when I saw it. Um, It was just more annoying that it was you and (laughs) that it was by $1. (laughs) I'm so happy I beat you by a dollar. Like that was such a win to me. And (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but so we have a shared note for our topics that we're going to discuss on the podcast. I made that note to talk about this at 3.30 a.m. Oh, <laughs> on the notes. So, yeah, I was I was definitely having that beat about Yeah, dollar. for that, sure. That championship moves. Could be, could be. And then a little bit more insight into the Andy Dalton thing. I did I did that, too. I raised my bet. I initially bet, like, 20-something dollars. And then I went ahead and added it to 42 last minute. So, glad I did that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that how much the bid is is a really intricate right. thing to look at because you don't know who's gonna bid. You have to look at what other teams might need. You also, what I've noticed is that you can also look at who's dropping players beforehand and right. get an idea of who might be bidding on someone. If someone's just right. dropping a player on Tuesday at six thirty p.m., you can right. bet they're probably right. to point. Good point. All right, so next on the list, and we have about 12 minutes of time left in our podcast here. Time is flying, having fun. Uh, I think the the best manager award is officially dead (laughs) after just one week. uh, After the best manager award was awarded to that dude's crew who put up, man, a grand, let me count all these, a grand total of 115 points in a loss. And still got best manager award. It's it. I don't even care oh, anymore God. about who gets the sleeper apps best manager award. It's, it's I mean, it. that's the way I felt last week when they gave it to you. Like it's obvious. It's obviously wrong. Oh wow! <laughs> but the difference was I got yeah. it with a pretty good score yeah. and a win. That's a, that's a big yeah. difference. Anyways, you just don't like me. So I mean, there's no. Nah, but yeah, <laughs> that 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 award is trash. So. <laughs> Yeah, I see that now. It's dead after one week. Um, I also want to talk about uh, the surprise potential return of investment of Winston so quickly. Pretty happy about that for myself. Uh, I drafted him thinking next year if Breeze retires. But he could... He could get me some points this year and be like a big factor. Well, he has a great matchup this week. A great matchup, man. So, and uh, kudos to you, man. Kudos to you, so... Yeah, that's exciting. It, it, it was definitely a clutch pickup, yep. and for it to pay off this yeah. quickly, you've got to feel great about it. You know, the, like we've like we've been saying all podcasts, there's no one else that you could find on the waivers that's going to help you potentially as much as right. Winston will. Right. So that, that's real big. 
Yeah, I mean, for a guy, that, for me drafting him in round nine, that that gives me a little bit of vindicate or you know a little bit of uh, confirmation that that was a good exactly, a good and and that puts some more that. insight into our trade talks earlier about how Eric Ebron's price was too high. I mean, all these backups they're so important and so right. valuable because of this reason exactly. Yeah, and one guy gets hurt, and then you've got a top exactly. top flight tight end. Well, we are on draft day for NBA yeah. draft, so I'm excited about that. I don't know how, how you guys are uh, oh, yeah, I love, how on, into man. it. You guys are on I love, that. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the draft. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Well, no, 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 no. I was saying, well, yes, sir. Uh, David, what are you thinking? Do you want to lead uh, the previews in the next week and start our bets? And more, okay. we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you on uh, on who okay. you think is going to win next week as we go through the matchups. Um, so let's start. Let's start with uh, yeah. uh, Momar's matchup since he's our guest, um, and we're gonna kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. We've got Momar <laughs> versus David. Yeah, this is gonna be a good matchup, man. So, Momar, who are you predicting to win this matchup? And of course, man, I'm predicting myself, man. I'm predicting myself, man. I, I'm, I'm, again, I, I, I'm going to stick firm with my with my team, especially, you know, if uh, if Nixon plays this week, that's the key. Although I have not seen no activity or heard any word from him, you know, or anything like that. That's kind of a, I don't know, that's a, I, that leans more towards a, a bad sign. But, um, but you know what? I, I, I I think my team is going to do it. I think we're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I tend to agree with you. It's it's hard for me to pick against myself, um, but for this little game that me and Donald are doing, I'm definitely going to pick you to win this matchup. Um, I think that you have a big advantage in the flex position with Cooper Cup. Yeah. Um, I have Naheem Hines in there right now, but I don't feel very confident yeah. about it. Um and we'll see if I can manufacture something in that position before the game start. Um, but I also noted that you are starting Matt Stafford in your Superflex this week. Did you learn a lesson or so, <laughs> so, what were your thoughts so there? Originally, you know, I had him on my bench. After that, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, he, and he did hurt his thumb. But Stafford is someone that tends to, uh, he plays through his injuries. He plays, right. you know, he plays through his injuries. Um, so it, it's I did I also I did learn my lesson from last week. So now I'm having my fingers crossed to see what it can do uh, again this uh, this upcoming week, man. So sling that ball around for a little bit. So got my yes, sir. got my fun fingers to watch. crossed, you know. In because I originally had um, Fogum in there, Fogum in there, but watching Fogum in that Philadelphia yeah. offense and Carson Wentz, man, he just it's too late in the season for him to get right. I, I believe um, Fogum had a great stretch with four to five weeks in which like he was just that number one. But with Goddard coming back, yeah. Erskine ready to come back, um, Alshon Jeffrey just returned. He's now distributing the ball a little bit more. Um, as well, um, Miles Sanders out of the backfield, you know. So so uh, so that kind of devalues Fogum a little bit. So I think my um, so I think I take my chances, you know, with uh, with, with, with Magic Stafford. I mean. You know, I agree, hundred I mean, percent. If I get fifteen points from, hey, I'm, I'm, I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. Yeah, 
for sure. Yeah, every everything matters in this league because I mean, there are, our teams are, are big. So I'm actually gonna uh, go a different way than both of you. Uh, in shocking fashion, I'm gonna pick teams. Hey, can't team argue with that. Win this one. So I'm I'm gonna pick the underdog, uh, trying to get these two points here and catch up. I think that uh, yeah. Nick yeah. Chubb maybe has a good game. Uh, I think Jerry Judy continues his trend upwards. Uh, I think Claypool has a good game. Um, not necessarily banking on Hines having two great games in a row, uh, but I think Patrick Mahomes yeah. will be in a bit yeah. of a shootout with the Raiders. Man, you know, you're putting me in a really Man. tough position because I want to win, but I don't want you to be right. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I, uh, it, it's, it's tough to look at Lamar's team and say that he's uh, and predict that he may drop to 0 3, but yeah, that's that's my go. I'm gonna go with a uh, team right, for sure. motion here. Uh, all right, you got, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so next matchup we got uh, team Cali Kickers versus team the Daddy new rivalry, D20. rivalry, rivalry matchup, rivalry, rivalry, rivalry. Uh, <laughs> I uh, oh, let me get let me get y'all's uh, opinion first. Ahead, who do you think is gonna win that matchup? Um, I'm going with you, Donald Ricardo. As much as I dislike you, man, but I have to go with you, brother. I gotta go with you. <laughs> I, I think James is gonna as as often as as often he throw, uh, may he turns the ball over. I think he's gonna sling that ball around, man. But um, Kamara's gonna do his thing. I think Gibbs is gonna have a good game. I I have to go with you, man. Ten sitting nice for this one. All right, Donald, who you got? I picked first last time. Who you got? Okay. I, I appreciate the support, uh, Mark, most definitely. You know, on this one, uh, I really want to win because, you know, uh, I guess my worst enemy in the league here. I'm not afraid of Elliot with the Cowboys now. So that's that's a severe drop. Uh, Watson is probably gonna be better than Winston uh, in points, so I think he may win the quarterback battle. I'm gonna throw Wentz out there actually. Uh, he had a horrible week last week, but he should have a bounce back week. So if you look at the weeks before his last week, he was still putting up you know around hovering around 19, 20 points, and he's playing against Cleveland, so it's kind of a get right game. Um, and I think Wentz will beat golf against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree um, with that. So, uh, man, it points on the line right here. I got to know you're picking yourself. Come on, you, brother. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with myself. I don't, I don't see myself losing this week. Uh, I think the uh, Antonio Gibson versus Jonathan Taylor is an interesting rookie versus rookie matchup. And I think my rookie's just getting yeah. better this year. Um, so yeah, I'm For gonna sure. go with myself on this. One. I agree on all those points. Um, I'm gonna pick you too. The only thing I would say really quickly is on some of the apps like ESPN, you can start Taysom Hill in the tight end spot. And so I really, really want that to happen uh, for Daddy D to put Taysom Hill in the tight end spot and have him go off and beat you. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be nice. Oh, and that would be awesome because he'd be taking yeah, points yeah. from my So I'm going to pick yeah. you, but I'm, I got a close mm. eye on that one. Mm. <laughs> All right, so pick picking a favorite, picking a favorite. Okay. All right, so next we got two and zero Militime versus one and one Dat Dude's Crew, with currently Dat Dude's Crew being yeah. So favorite. for this matchup, 
I think I'm gonna go ahead and take that dude's crew. Um, the one thing that I'll say is, it looks like Josh is not gonna start Mayfield in the Superflex again. Paid off for him last week, but I feel like he's playing with fire in that and not starting a quarterback there. Um, I think that the matchup is gonna be really close um, in the end, but hopefully uh, my pick comes true with Daddy uh, with uh, that dude's crew. Uh, I really, I, I strongly dislike your brother. I can't stand him just to look at him. But, <laughs> but I, I have to go with him because of this. Um, Matt Ryan, since since Julio's been back, Matt Ryan's been on the tear, man. Matt Ryan's been getting busy, man. For so, sure. So having him as his as his second QB in there, I think that, I think that's what I, I think that's what's going to push him over the top. Definitely. So I do I, I do have him favored on this. Uh, this matchup as, as strong as strongly I dislike your brother. I got a pick man. But yeah, <laughs> I'm. I wish you there too. Like out of everyone in fantasy football, I have the least. Res- I have the least fantasy football respect <laughs> for my brother. I just don't respect so much that guy shade. At all so much shade. Football. I, I just expect him to lose and have the worst team in right. the season. Because of the way he approaches it, he, he approaches it with an I don't care ah, attitude. Raiders this, his, Raiders that. He, he loves he Raiders every year. <laughs> he loves uh, uh, what's his name, the, the wide receiver for. Uh, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Devontae. Uh, oh yeah, he loves Devontae Adams. Oh my god, <laughs> Devontae Adams. The oh man yeah, man would oh, still yeah. draft oh, Hines yeah. Ward if he could. <laughs> I'm sure. Nice. <laughs> And he has these stupid rules in place where he doesn't do trades for the first five weeks of a season. So I have the least fantasy football respect for him. No, I can't do it. I'm taking another time. I can't do it. I'm taking taking another dog. So, David, you're going to take that dude's crew. Yeah, all right. I can't can't do it. I don't don't respect my fantasy football. All right. So next we got uh, America's team. Uh, team we- versus Team Weaver uh, with Amer or excuse me, Team Weaver Who you being got, the favorite. Um, let's see here. Kyler Murray is, has been a freaking stud. I think Kyler Murray may be the best fantasy football. Yeah, this year for sure. In in the league, uh, I think. I mean, it's his rookie year, and he could. Nah, he played last year. Next year, but yeah. Oh, he's a sophomore. Yep. Huh. Are you sure? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I think he could be the best fantasy football quarterback going forward, even more than Patrick Mahomes. I think as Patrick Mahomes' team, he's blowing people out. Uh, he's just not throwing the ball as much we'll anymore. Um, but looking... <laughs> uh, sounds like a Patrick Mahomes uh, fantasy <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily right agree, but we're running low on time, so let's get our picks in. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go uh, with Team Okay, Weaver. I pick Weaver as well. Weaver. Weaver. Who's looking at yeah. Lamont? I mean, who's yeah. looking at Mo? And get Philip Lindsay out of the damn uh, super flex spot, please. Uh, Just do it. He sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who yeah. else? Oh, he Just put do Tannehill it. there, huh? Anyways. Uh, I know he's going up against Baltimore, but I know he's- Philip Lindsay is trash. Just get him out of there. And he's still projected for 136. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so next, we got uh, OG MACD versus Team Kevy Kev. And I didn't pick my dad last week, and 
he proved me wrong, and I don't want to hear his mouth again. So right off the bat, without even really looking at these rosters, I'm just going to I'm 100% Kevin. on Kevin Kev. I'm going with Kevin Kev, man. Kevin Kev, I just that okay. Dalvin Cook, man, that 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 running back duo, man, just those two top running backs, man, they just yeah. yeah Jones, man. Cook, and and Allen, yeah, that's a good yep. team. Well, Allen's on a body. That's all right. He has Cam Newton. He'll slot in for either, either somewhere between ten and forty points. You <laughs> <He> lie, man. <laughs> <laughs> ten and forty. Uh, I. Tight end situation definitely goes OG Mac D. Um, I've talked to him about starting Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I would, I would actually uh, start Perriman over Fitzgerald. I would definitely start Perriman over Fitzgerald. Nah, Fitzgerald no, should no. not see any starting unless you're just. The argument for it is the Seahawks defense, which is trash. But I just don't think Fitz has it anymore for fantasy. Yeah, no. I mean, he the most he gets, he could get nine with a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't see that one. I don't know, but he's he's the favorite. He wouldn't uh, be. Well, actually, yeah, he no, he be. won't be the favorite after. Yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'll take all okay. points on that. Uh, I think Metcalf has a bounce back game. Uh, Antonio Brown comes back down. Uh, so last matchup we have here, as we have just a couple more minutes left. Uh, Team Clutch versus Team Dre Day. Will Team Clutch get their first win? Momar. Team Clutch. I see him grabbing their first win this week, man. I think it's gonna work out for him. I think it's gonna. I think. I think it's gonna work Picking out for him. Favorite, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay. Let's see. Clutch has Wilson and Lockett going on Thursday night against the Cardinals. That should be a shootout. Uh, Dre Day does not have Breeze with the injury. He'll have to put Cousins in there versus Dallas. Um, that could be okay points for him. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking Clutch again. For sure. He has uh, Ben Roethlisberger with a nice matchup in the Superflex against the Jaguars. So that could be uh, yep. big points right there. I'm going right. to go Team Dre there. Uh, got a lot of differences this, this time around. Uh, Josh Jacobs coming off a big game. I like Will Fuller. Um, I like TJ Boyd. Uh, I like Gronk. Uh, we'll see what Tua does and we'll see what Cousins does. Looking at Team Clutch's side, Robinson's been on, on a, a lull. Uh, I don't trust Bernard. Um, Tyreek Hill, they can that w- that I think Tyreek Hill will be his main source of points. Uh, Tyler Lockett don't is just Lockett. he is boomer bust. Yeah, yeah, don't sleep on. It's a Thursday night game too. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not, but he's like either 35 points or three. Although Lockett points. has been limited in practice and he sure. might not it, even play. Sure. So if he doesn't play, then I might, I might go Oppo. But if Lockett plays Thursday night, Seahawks wants wants to get right. And Lockett's available. Mm. Yeah, me, Donald, me, and you will have to discuss our predictions and the points for whether or not Lockett plays. But we'll we'll talk about that sure. off air. Yep. So I'll go. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with Team Dre Day here. Uh, we're running Much out of love. time. Much uh, love. I want to say thank you to Momar uh, for hopping on with us. Um, if you know, yeah. I mean, I appreciate you guys. Thank I mean, you so yeah, much. Thank you for having time. me. I look so forward to smacking you today, Dave. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man. I was gonna say it's been good having you, good talking to you, but now we'll see. Much what's love, up. y'all. Be good, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Stay, Thanks for coming on. Stay, stay clean. All right, now, fellas. All right, man. Talk to you later. Hey, let's get back to work.
All right. Let's get it.